few to get in front. To half four, Blair continues to run. Played by Fury. Well done by Eden. Heard the umpire touch by Eden. Turns into a distinct disadvantage. Eden mowed down though. Brilliant start from Gary. Brilliant teeth, the captain. Gives to Wah. Great pace. Bursting through. They're sharing it around. The skipper wants a goal. It is our pleasure to catch up with the skipper this week on Unplugged, Jaron Geary. Thanks for jumping on with us. How are you going? Now, it was a difficult year. Started off very well. Uh, some injury concerns along the way for, for you personally. Captaining a very young group in, in transition post-Nick Rewald. How's the, the challenge been for you along the way? Oh, it certainly does. I've, I've got to have, you know, my first few years, when you first come into the footy club, you're just worried about yourself and <laughs> trying to, you know, get a kick and trying to establish yourself as a player. But, um, you know, sort of later on in your career, you, you, you've got an idea of where everyone is sitting on the list and how they're going mentally or, you know, they've got things going on at home that you need to be aware of. So um, when you're an older player and, and certainly the captain, you've got to have your head around those things, which, um, you know, is, is challenging at times because you've still got to prepare and, and play well yourself. So um, there's a bit going on, but you've just got to... Work through it with the players and, and just make sure you're there for them if they need you. Do you enjoy that challenge? Yeah, I do. Uh, I do enjoy it. I enjoy the, the captaincy um, of the footy club. It's something that I struggled with um, embracing early because of the names that have come before me. But um, over the last couple of years, I've certainly um, become more comfortable with that. And and like I said, I've become a lot more comfortable with that. I, I know I'm not going to sit up there with the, the great um, captains in terms of names that have come before me, but I certainly can leave the club in a, in a, in a better place um, the way I lead now and into the future. So that's what my focus is. It was obviously a tough year with, with Richo being moved on. How did you go about, I guess, taking on that challenge? I, it was a little bit harder for me because I wasn't playing a lot and I couldn't I couldn't really be out there to, um, you know, to help uh, you know, get past that. But it's always tough when you lose your coach. I think the club handled it really well. I think Richo handled it really well. Um, he had six years where he, he's got us in a position now where I feel like we're we're in, a, we're in a really good place, and, and our rats takes over. Who's um, you know had a seamless transition. Really, I mean, it's tough when you take over from someone that you really have worked with for a long time, respect for, and you're a mate. So he was a mate of Richo's, and he's taken over from him. So, but he did a great job, rats, and I'm really excited to have him. Um, the boys love him. Uh, he's going to be challenging as a coach. He, he's already demanded that we improve in mm. a lot of areas, which he's been public about which is great and i'm um, really excited to have him on board and i understand post 2018 you had a heart to heart with uh, with richo about i guess the direction of the club at that point yeah that was at the end of last year and we had a disappointing year and it, it wasn't the first time i'd given him feedback obviously coach and captain uh, continually give each other feedback and um, it was probably just the nature and with which he got that feedback i think he was over in america and it was a letter and um it was just you know, a little bit of a critique of the year and what I thought he could do better. So it, it, it's probably been built up to be a bit more um, abrasive and abrupt than what it was. But I think it was just because it was a little bit um, confronting mm. for him in the in the um, space he was at that it, it got a lot of airtime. So as we look to 2019, Brett Ratton at the helm, we know there'll be some significant list changes which are still to play out. But just personally for you, how are the, the confidence levels? I mean, we, uh, well, we end up winning nine games this year. We would, we would have loved to have won a few more. We had our, our challenges uh, throughout the year and... Uh, we, you know, we lost a few players to, to injury throughout the year. So I think if we can have a healthy list, add a few players through the draft and trade period, then and, and improve on uh, this year, then we'll we'll um, we'll go okay. I know you're the, the captain, and you you may or may not stay away from these list management type areas. But uh, what type of player would you be looking to recruit? I think we've got a good nucleus of younger players now. So add a bit more experience would be nice. There's not too many older players still left on the list, so we can add some um, probably some outside run. 
uh, through the midfield, some some class through the midfield, and um, that'll certainly help. So I think that's what we'll target. Dan Hanabry's first year, the, the five games, but was really going well towards the back end of the year. Can you give us an insight into his impact on and off field? Yeah, oh, I think he, he had a frustrating year, Dan. Um, came to the club, obviously, as a highly prized recruit um, and, and wasn't able to get there, out there as often as he, he would have liked, but he certainly had an impact off the field with the, the help of developing some of the younger boys. So, you know, you look at the best and fairest, for example, and there's, you know, three or four guys that get up there, the younger guys that really say that Hannah's was a, a key reason why they started to perform well in the back half of the year. So Hunter Clark, Nick Coffield, um, Ben Patton, they did a lot of work with Dan. So his impact on their, their years is, um, you know, something that he should be proud of because those guys end up finishing pretty strongly. The Jack Stephen situation, the, the will he, won't he with Geelong and, and all of those um, toing and froing, and, and we, we know that 12 months ago it was a very real prospect, and this has been a hard year for for Jack. Uh, how much have you spoken to him about where he's at? Oh, we've had dis- discussions um, more about how he's been going. I mean, he's had a tough year, um, you know, mentally, and that's you know that's been communicated to everyone. So, um, you know, I just you wrap your arms around him and, and, and make sure he's doing okay, um, you know, in that space. And footy's a... An outcome of, um, you know, his happiness. So if he, if he's happy in his life and he, he's playing good footy, then then that's all I really care about. He's got a young family that he, he wants to look after and, and care for, and he needs to be in a good headspace for that. Um, you know, you can't keep prodding them if they don't want to talk to you about it. Um, to Jack's credit, he he was very open with it and 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 quite courageous in, in coming out and speaking to us when it got to a point where it was too much for him. So, and the other, you know, the message that to our players is that. It, it doesn't discriminate. He's a guy who's, you know, a four-time best and fairest winner, plays really good footy week in, week out. So it's, it's, it's. Don't be, you know, game to, to come year. out and, and say if you've got issues because it happens to everyone. It happens to the, you know, to blokes that you think are seemingly happy in their lives and 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 in their football careers. But it's 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 more than just footy that tips people over the edge. Just a few others before we we wrap things up. David Rath obviously coming across formally at, at Hawthorne, uh, a good addition to the group. Yeah, he's a great addition um, at Hawthorne for a long time. Alex de Clarkson, and then um, obviously at the AFL uh, for eighteen last eighteen months. I think he was part of the coaching selection panel to get Rat. So a great addition. Um, he'll he'll help our coaches out. Um, you know, with with his knowledge and his expertise, and um, you know, he'll also help the development of our coaches going forward. We've spoken about it a bit on our show today, and, and obviously at length over recent times. How tough has the Spud news been for the the boys to to process? Oh, um, extremely tough. He's uh, had a massive impact on the on the on the footy club over a number of generations. Since I've been at the footy club, I haven't met someone uh, who's had that impact over so many generations of players. I think probably um, probably four generations, really. You know, when he when he was playing and, and to now. So to have been able to do that and have that impact on not only uh, players but fans is is, is huge. Now, Danny's spent a lot of time down at the club recently as a as an assistant and, and skills coach and a very passionate St Kilda man, and, and you as a captain and a defender would have certainly been one of his favourites, I'm sure. How did you find out the news? I got a phone call um, from the footy club um, the, the day it happened, so it was a, um, a phone call to yeah let me know that that was what had happened and and um, how we went about conveying that message to the players. Obviously, we're on leave at the moment, um, and it, 
you know we want the players needed to to know because they've had so much to do with Spud. So um, you know it was it was how we convey the message in um, the most appropriate way. He he was so passionate about the footy club that um, he always whenever he spoke about the footy club he almost well he did he almost teared up. So he 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 still had his last plane jumper a couple of years ago. He took a group of um, myself and the first year players down to his um, house in Indented Heads um, on the Ball- Ballerine Peninsula and um, he bought out his last jumper which still stunk of him <laughs> and his playing days and um, had beer and everything all over it. He hadn't washed it and um, as soon as he picked it up and started talking about it he started crying. He just loved the footy club. He was so emotional about St Kilda um, as a club and he just wanted the club to succeed so much. So whenever we brought new players into the footy club ever since I've um, taken over as captain I've always got Spud to come down and, yeah. and speak to him just because of the way he spoke about the footy club. Using things like Wednesday for example when you, you saw that enormous support at Moorabbin and the, the lap of honour and the, the tears in the crowd but when you talk about building a legacy is that something where you can sort of sell it to players and say well look this is a guy that meant so much to the club 25 years after he retired still leaving this mark on, on football this is how significant it can be for you in your career? Yeah absolutely and and being back at Moorabbin probably gives us that opportunity so such a special place for St Kilda fans and supporters and players past players so being able to have a place like that where all our fans can come together and celebrate you know, a grade of the footy club is is has been um, so important for the footy club to get back to Moorabbin. So we'll be, we can tell stories about the footy club now. Whereas um, being able to have a place like that, and then being able to um, send your legends away and 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 show people that you know come together at a place that's the heart and soul of this footy club is is, is really important. How's the leg also after a couple of setbacks? Oh, it's it's taking its time to be honest. It it, it hasn't been the. Uh, the smoothest of recoveries it, it was hopeful that I'd get surgery and be bouncing back pretty quick but I've had three surgeries on that now and hopefully no more so I'm starting to get moving now and um, hopefully uh, from now on it starts to progress pretty strongly. The club copped a bit of heat for even taking you over for that game coming off the long injury from, from the Corky. Was it just purely and simply misfortune in, in injuring yourself again or, or was there perhaps a, a temptation to maybe think well when we're back in Australia I'll come back the following week? Yeah I think I was, I was right to go uh, to be honest, it was probably my fault. I was just, I didn't, I'd, I'd probably um, thought I, I didn't know why I thought I could run down the middle of the ground and just lope around thinking that no one was going to chase me. Connor Rosie snuck up <laughs> on me and I kicked the back of my leg. So um, it was more my fault, really. I just, uh, my game sense and game awareness at the time was, was pretty poor. So um, I was right to go. In You know, you, you, maybe in hindsight you, you, you could have waited another week, but it wouldn't have been because my leg wasn't right. It would have just been the fact that we were in China. But, um, you know, I played because I was ready to go. How quickly did the first corky develop? Because we saw the incident where you sort of half smothered the ball at the top of the goal square. And then what was it? Immediately after the game that that started to become apparent that that situation was was far worse than a normal corky? It probably took a little bit longer. I felt sick throughout the back end of the game walking off. So there was something going on I felt a bit sick but then I didn't really get that in the really bad pain until probably a couple of oh, probably when I was driving home um, I started to get you know a bit of pain and then had something to eat and then looked in the mirror and it, it was quite large and said it to my wife and she didn't care and then <laughs> she started to care a little bit once she saw how big it was and how much pain I was in so you know I think we played a day game and then I was in hospital by about 11 and then operated on by about two so a couple that hurt the club over the course of the year one was Paddy McCartan uh, Obviously, that was a, an emotional one. I think a lot of people heard him speak about sort of what he was going through. He was at Moorabbin with the, the boys on Wednesday as part of that funeral. How's he sort of tracking along in terms of, I guess, his ambitions to play again and, and even the impacts that he was having after that knock in Ballarat? 
Yeah, he seems to be going better than he was um, at the you know through that middle stage of the year. Uh, he went over to the states and sort of got some answers uh, that he was looking for, but they're still working through that. So I'm not sure when they'll get a um, you know definitive answer on what his future looks like. We're hopeful he'll be able to um, play with us next year, but they'll, they'll they'll keep working through that. And Dylan Robertson, I guess the the other one, which is the scarier one in in a way, given sort of how all that is. Is it a case that? He can train okay, but when you get into match intensity, that's where it starts to be a problem. Is there any word on, on how he's going? Uh, I think it's um, probably a little bit more positive than we probably thought. Again, he went over to America and, and chances, and he probably got a little bit more clarity on that. So um, he's continuing to train now, which is which is good. So I think they'll uh, they'll continue to look at um, what's best for Dylan and 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 how he how he can get out there on the on the park again. And um, I think they're they're pretty hopeful that it, it might be more positive than than it was what it was looking like. Well, Jaron, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I'm sure I speak on behalf of everyone and wish you all the best. And hope you can hit preseason full swing with some some nice inclusions and that eight year finals drought will be a little bit closer to ending. Will do. Thanks, mate.